Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for... March 17th in the year of our Lord 2021. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law that I am, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced that checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers, one of the great peaceful, restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. As you know, ladies and gentlemen, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. A quick recap of yesterday's broadcast in order. We talked about Texas Governor Greg Abbott. Border Patrol agents told me drug cartels are getting rich off of Joe Biden's border crisis. Whoa, is he lying or telling the truth? Because that's some serious allegations right there, ladies and gentlemen. Why we must defend the Hyde and the Helms amendments. It's all about pro-life. Jonathan uh, Applemont, I think is how you say his name, with Population Research Institute doing a great job with an article for pro-life saying, hey, in the past we've kind of had at least somewhat of a quid pro quo deal between Republicans and Democrats to not use um, all kinds of tax dollars to fund abortions. and uh, Anyway, that's being jettisoned by the Democrats as they promote pro-death everywhere they go. We also talked about the military stops gender-neutral fitness test. Why? Because females fail. And I've kind of mentioned that, you know what, jettison all the science, jettison God's male and female critted he, them. Jettison all those different debates if you want to. Just come back and say, hey, how come men can pass it and women can't, even when they already tweaked it for women in the first place? Hello. Hello, stupid people. Because there's a difference between male and females, okay? That's why. It's very simple. You can jettison the science. You can jettison everything else. But when you're forced to stop the program because women can't handle it, it tells you there's a difference. And to lie and deny has been absolutely burned on the altar of deception. Forget it. It's a lie. Trust God. Trust science. And go back to common sense. And actually, states are starting to do that as they come to their senses for crying out loud. All right. Senator Mitt Romney reportedly recovering. From a weekend fall, and I, you know what? I couldn't agree with, <laughs> I couldn't agree with uh, Mitt Romney on anything when it comes to politics. You know what? I think the guy's a nutcase. My senator's whacked out. Uh, I think it's a, a, a virtually criminal, even how he got elected in the first place. Nevertheless, I digress. Except to say, even though we 100% disagree on politics, you know what? Our prayers are with him and his family. If he took a fall, I pray he heals, and I also pray he comes to his senses on politics. How's that? By the way, intentional fake news, ladies and gentlemen. The Washington Post issued a lengthy correction after published audio proved. They say they misquoted former President Donald Trump, but I submit that they lied about what he said regarding his phone call with Francis Watson. I think they knew full well he didn't say those things. The original quotes turned out to be Fake news, folks. They literally lied about what he said. And you say, Sam, how do you know? They claim it was just a, a, an anonymous source that was misinformed. Yeah, 
But when do journalists set aside their journalistic integrity to the point where they just go after Donald no matter what? Okay, the WAPO uh, got an anonymous source. They didn't double, triple check it. The CNN and others literally pointed to the Washington Post and called it gospel, even though they didn't do their due diligence either. This is beyond journalistic failure, folks. This is, in my opinion, intentional. Why do you say that, ladies and gentlemen? Because now for the second time, Democrats use this fake news information. Democrats used a fake quote that was incorrectly attributed to former President Donald Trump during the impeachment trial. So they literally got this fake news from WAPO. No journalistic integrity. No double, triple checking sources. Somehow, somebody anonymous, that means you can't even find out who spun the lie. Uh, And then you got CNN and everybody else not doing any of their fact checking, just going along with the WAPO. And then they say, oh, it's an anonymous source. Oh, so sorry. Two months later, they say the call got released. Why didn't the call get released instantly? Oh, because they claim they didn't have it. They, They lost it. Well, now they found it in somebody's trash folder on a hard drive. So that submits that somebody intentionally moved it to the trash. Somebody knew they had it all along or they could not have moved it to the trash. Uh, And not only that, how many times do you think government has only one copy of a recorded phone call with the president of the United States? Okay, if you think there's only one recording and golly, Larry lost it. and Oh, my gosh, it's in his trash. You, You know what? You're being... You're being sold a bill of goods, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you right now, that's the most insane thing I've ever heard in my life. They're recording all my phone calls, and you bet if it was me, they could find the recording, couldn't they? Yes, indeed. Well, you think this is all baloney and speculation? Well, finding the the uh, phone call, even though they thought they didn't have it, finding it in somebody's you know deleted trash folder on their computer months later is very interesting. Having all these top brass journalism uh, sources literally saying we had one anonymous source, we don't know who it was, so sorry, and everybody trusted everybody, that never happens either. I mean, when it comes to stories about me, they don't even get the stories right, much less check with the source, right? So what a problem. But you go back to Operation Mockingbird, shall we please? Operation Mockingbird, ladies and gentlemen, back in the day, the Cold War kind of days, it was a large-scale CIA an attempt to manipulate the news media for propaganda purposes, okay? So those of you who speculate about Operation Mockingbird, this adds fuel to that fire. I'm telling you, it's turned into a bonfire with scouter, I mean, with, with Boy Scout lighter fluid. I'm telling you right now, this is insanity. But nobody's calling him on the carpet about it but me. Everybody's like, oh, golly, glad they found it. I guess Donald didn't say that. Oh, so sorry. See, people should be going to prison for this. And let me tell you why. Because not only was it fake news peddled among multiple top brass news organizations without any fact-checking of any kind, it was was the deep fake news, folks, right? But then you look at Operation Mockingbird now. Not only do these fake stories hit the wires and manipulate the nation, right? But they literally wound up in the impeachment trial of a sitting president of the United States of America, ladies and gentlemen, these fake news stories. One was that, hey, Donald said all these things trying to force people to find election fraud. It wasn't true at all. That was a lie. Secondly, then they lied and said, oh, man, this cop got murdered. You know, what? a bunch of whacked out insurrectionist Trump supporters took a fire extinguisher and beat a cop to death. That made it into the impeachment trial as well. And that turned out to be false, bogus fake news, too. And then these guys have the audacity to run around and say, mm, Sam Bushman doesn't have journalistic credentials. <laughs> Sam Bushman isn't. Uh, we better not have him report on the news by golly. He might not get it right. He might deceive the people. Okay, these people are on crack, folks. They've got to be stopped. They're so drunk with power. It's so evident. Now, 
We need to unwind the impeachment and say you've literally moved forward as the House of Representatives, as the Democratic-controlled party. By the way, the Democratic Party is not even part of government, right? You know that. The parties aren't part of government. You're aware of that, right? Well, anyway, so they went forward and impeached this guy on these fake news lives from the mainstream press in bed with the CIA, in bed with Operation Mockingbird. Mockingbird, sorry. Let's have somebody investigate for real for a change. By the way, one in four House members have opted not to receive the COVID-19 vaccine. So far, they've had access to the vaccines since December. They got the vaccines first, and a quarter of the House won't even take them. You want to know why? Because they know what we know. The vaccines are bogus, and you might die greater chance from the vaccine than the virus itself, folks. Prison guards across the United States won't take the vaccines either. And now they say, oh, that's really scary. Scary when the prison guards don't take it, but not scary when Congress won't take it? Okay. CDC looks at three-foot rule. Research finds no difference in infection rates in schools that don't maintain six-feet distancing, folks. Now whacked out Dr. Anthony Fauci announced on CNN that the CDC is analyzing data in order to ascertain the possibility of reducing the six-foot rule to the three-foot rule. So let me get this straight, ladies and gentlemen. Whacked out Fauci, or Fauci, I'm sorry. Whacked out Anthony Fauci. Literally for a year locked us down, saying you got to have the six-foot rule. We all know it wasn't science, but you got to pay attention to the six-foot rule. And anybody who challenges that is challenging Fauci. What do you know? You're not a doctor. Challenging the, quote, science, which doesn't exist, and you're a nut, you're a kid, you're a whacked-out conspiracy. Now we're finding out that there's no evidence for the six-foot rule, just as there's no science behind the six-foot rule. And a year later, after locking us down to six feet by government mandates, edicts in the wrong branches of government, violating checks and balances, now you have this thug Fauci going, well, golly, there's some research out there that says it might not be six feet. We better look into three feet now. Okay, when has this, this guy not waffled? But again, you got fake news in bed with government, Operation Mockingbird peddling propaganda through Fauci and the mainstream press, only a year later to come back and revisit the very data that I told you was bogus from the start and Fauci told you was real from the start. Who has credibility now, my fellow Americans? Certainly not CNN and the WAPO. Certainly not Congress. Certainly not um, the uh, impeachment trials of President Donald Trump. Operation Mockingbird now becomes more and more and more evident as we continue. That's a recap of yesterday's news. And with that, we'll bring on our good buddy, James Edwards, thepoliticalcesspool.org, his incredible award-winning radio program every Saturday night. Check it out. Welcome to the broadcast, brother. Sam, everything you covered in your recap, I have something to say about. Can we just go back through that checklist one by one? Because I swear, every, as I heard you checking them off, I said, oh, man, I'd love to say this about that. I'll tell uh, you I hope what, I you, write, you write down a list. I'm going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're just going to let you rock and roll, buddy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, oh, I don't mean to be offensive, but I'm telling you right now, we need to take off the gloves. You know why? Because they're setting us all down. The ultimate in fake news, that we're somehow a domestic threat that somehow we're not credible? They lie. But they're getting caught in their lies, aren't they? The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, 
breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today. And gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Well, my mom smokes and my dad smokes, and I saw them smoking, so I tried it. They're telling me not to smoke, but they smoke themselves. When it comes to smoking, are you sending mixed signals? But when you teach someone a certain way to do things, and you go back on that certain way, it sends mixed signals to the person that they're trying to teach. The parents need to be the example. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hello, TPC family. It's James, and I've got to tell you that I sleep better at night knowing that there are organizations like the Conservative Citizens Foundation. The purpose of the Conservative Citizens Foundation is to promote the principles of limited government, individual liberty, equality before the law, property rights, law and order, judicial restraint, and states' rights, while, at the same time, exploring the dangers posed by liberalism to our national interests and cultural institutions. The Conservative Citizens Foundation also seeks to educate the public on the dangers of extremist ideologies like critical race theory and cultural Marxism. I've worked with the good people at the Conservative Citizens Foundation for many years, and their work comes with my complete endorsement. For more information and to keep up with all the latest conservative news headlines, please check out their website, americafirst.com. That's M-E-R-I-C-A-1-S-T dot com, MericaFirst dot com. All right, James Edwards, DeepPoliticalCessPool.org, fellow talk show host, riding shotgun on the show today. And I submit to you, based on my recap, um, James Edwards, that you know what? They need to unwind the impeachment of Donald Trump. Literally, the House of Representatives used and got in bed with the fake news. And they used two big, massive lies as part of their impeachment. The Senate saw the truth and jettisoned the operation. Operation Take Down Donald. But you know what? The House literally floated facts in their prosecution that were flat-out dishonest fake news, deep fake news lies. They said that a man got beat to death with a fire extinguisher by Trump supporters, Donald being the chief insurrectionist. We don't even have evidence of that yet. In fact, they're claiming it was a different reason that he died. Okay, so that was a flat-out lie that got debunked already. The second lie that got debunked is this idea that President Trump literally tried to twist arms and force people to, um, uh, you know, double down and find him, uh, uh, vote fraud and stuff like that. Donald didn't say anything they said he said. They either had the call and knew it was a lie or they didn't have the call and didn't have the evidence. So they love to say, quote, without evidence, right? So without evidence, they literally impeached a man. But then now we find the truth is much different. I think they need to unwind the impeachment. And I think those who peddled those lies need to be accountable for their fake news actions. Well, Sam, uh, let me say this very quickly. Uh, and there's so much to say. Uh, and by the way, you have the most comprehensive and detailed notes in the business. I had forgotten until the commercial break that you document everything just as uh, orderly on your website. That's because when the thugs say that I peddle <laughs> fake news and when they say that I'm not credible, I can eat them alive and give them my sources and everything else. They can go straight to two and, things, and, my friend. 
And you do. And speaking of this uh, extensive Washington Post, uh, well, I don't remember. We never know what they call it because you're the only man that I've ever seen that's actually beaten uh, a retraction or a correction. And they're very particular whether you call it a retraction or a correction based upon our experience with them. Yeah, a, uh, a retraction means you admit fault and you were wrong, and that you have to kind of recant. A correction means we just got new information, sir. Well, okay. So they All lie right. and so play games, and that's why they do it. Well, uh, in any event, uh, the and how the, do the I know? Because news... I've been in hours of phone calls. By the way, I put James on the phone and let him listen to a few of them. I spent hours. I've never heard these thugs up over this kind of stuff. I literally drill in and say, "Why do you call it a retraction? Why do you call it a correction? Why do you do?" And they finally had to admit this stuff uh, over time with I... me. That's why I know the difference. Folks, we could go an hour on uh, on remembering that particular phone call. This was back uh, when this network was making so much news as a result of Sam's interviews with so many different high-level Trump officials during the campaign in 2016. But I listened to Sam just run circles around. It was either a Washington Post or a New York Times reporter. I mean, it was one of the big guys uh, or so-called big guys, big guys in their minds. And uh, I, I've, I've never seen anybody wrap a journalist up in knots like like Sam did. But um, and, and in the event, I mean, the fake news, obviously, the, the credibility, they live in this glass bubble. The credibility that they have in the real world is non-existent. It's almost as if they just do this to impress one another, just the people in their industry, because so few actual Americans take them seriously. But now you just see they've gotten so sloppy and, and so bad and so uh, agenda-driven rather than fact Based, uh, you know, uh, facts driving them, uh, that you you just see what you, what you see here is just such a glaring example of how dishonest they are, and not a lot of people are covering this. Sam, I received a call from a, a supporter of my program just yesterday, uh, and he was saying, you know, are you going to cover this situation with the Washington Post and what's happening? And it, basically, everything you were just you were just mentioning, he said, you've got to cover this. Nobody else is talking about it, and that is incredible because this is a big story, and not even really a lot of uh, alternative media outlets are, are picking up on it to the extent that I think that they should. Yeah, and I don't know how to respond to this, James, except for here's my problem with it. It's one thing to say, oh, my gosh, we made a mistake on a story. It's another thing to have two literal news facts peddled by not one, not two, not three, I don't know, 10, 15, 20, I don't know how many news outlets that are supposedly top brass, top tier journalism. And they literally lie about these facts. They get caught. They have a, a way out. Oh, golly, it was an anonymous source. We're so sorry. We didn't mean any harm. But then these facts are being used in literal trials. Okay, this is the height of criminal activity, whether the CIA and Operation Mockingbird is, in, Mockingbird is involved. You know, I don't know for a fact because I, don't, I can't subpoena documentation, but I'm telling you this needs real investigation. The problem is where do you go, the courts? <laughs> Good luck with that. Remember, this is all about the fraud allegations of Donald Trump. Well, if he says there's fraud, they claim there's no fraud. He says, yes, there is. They say no. Then they lie in not only the news, but in government, because it was in the impeachment trial now, they lie and say that Donald said things he didn't say, and now the truth comes out. You literally have congressional prosecutors lying because they didn't do their due diligence either. You could say, well, wait, the, maybe the press missed it. Yeah, but isn't the FBI and the CIA and Congress, the prosecuting staff um, <laughs> of, of the government of the United States, aren't they responsible to do their own due dilly? See, this this is it, Sam. The, the whole regime 
is criminally corrupt. And obviously, it's very easy to point to the media's uh, corruption, particularly if you've been through it like we have. And not a lot of Americans have been through it like we have, where they've been the focus, uh, the focal point of stories. But they can, they, they, they certainly know that the media is, is dishonest and, and, and biased. I mean, and that's being polite about it. But it's not, it's not just the media. It's, it's the scientific community, like you were talking about with Fauci, the so-called scientific community. This thing about six feet to three feet, I saw that a few days ago. They're just seeing what they can get away with. I mean, it's such a joke. I mean, uh, what changed with the virus where you can uh, subtract three feet to the so-called safe distance quarantine? I mean, it just it doesn't even begin to make sense. But Fauci has been at this forever. He was saying back in the 80s and 90s, he was their go-to guy on AIDS and HIV when that was the big thing, the big new scare on the scene, saying that homosexuality had nothing to do with the spread of AIDS. So this guy has just been, um, you know, obviously uh, – discredited for decades, but they still try him out there. So the scientific uh, community is completely uh, corrupt. The media, the government, uh, churches, you name it, uh, the the entire system, the entire regime, and it will collapse. It's it's going to collapse under the weight of its own gravity. It's not going to last. The only question is, I'm not even worried about that. The only question is, will we be lucky enough uh, to see it, or was it just an unfortunate time that we were born and we had to go through this nadir? But there will be a cleansing process, goodness and decency. You can't have a civilizational experiment of the emperor has no clothes in perpetuity. It's going to turn when is the only question. But in the meantime, we have to put up with just everything, everything you covered in your recap in the first segment. It's um, one of those things uh, should should be an outrage for uh a decent, honest society, much less. I mean, that's just one day's worth of news. But you know what's going to happen, don't you? Well, the, Republicans are gonna, the Republicans are going to ignore all this. They're going to email you every day and beg you for money. They're going to tell you they're going to fix yeah. it in 22. Please elect me uh, in 2022, James, and I'll fix it all for you. I promise, 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 promise. We give them complete authority. They fail again, and it gets turned over to the Democrats. And then, by golly, if you give us a chance, and they go round and round. Yeah, and round well, it's it's we a go. good deal. It's a good system if you're a cog in the machine. Uh, if you once you're in there, I mean, you can suck off the off the teat of this. Uh, and, and until you're fat on on profits and prestige and respectability, but uh, for the rest of us, though, it's not a good deal and it's not going to last. But this is uh, this is just the latest example, and there'll be another one tomorrow, just as bad. Wow. I don't even know how to respond to all this, ladies and gentlemen, except for if we in the media allow this to stand. Uh, then we literally codify Operation Mockingbird. We literally say it's okay with us if the media in bed with the government impeaches the president of the United States on falsehoods. And furthermore, that we can literally lie and just be like, oh my goodness, an anonymous source there. Uh, we didn't really mean to. We didn't know. We didn't check our sources. None of the other media checked the other media. Everybody just went along. And then even Congress didn't have their own fact checker prosecuting uh, team. They just went along with the media. So now you got government literally saying a single source, listen, a single source that's anonymous can literally make its way into the prosecutorial um, line items for removing a president from the United States of America after, after he left office. Ladies and gentlemen, you, I'm telling you right now, you have crossed the Rubicon. You have absolutely Turn your country, your society, over to fake news for the few, the privileged, to do whatever they want with you. And if you think they can't do it with you, they've done it to the top man in the United States of America. They've also now done it to the average Joe. Uh, James Edwards seems to fit the bill. 
He is a leader of the KKK. Well, not really. It's not true. <laughs> it isn't true at all. In fact, it's not true. But don't worry. Based on Aesop's, Aesop's fables, if the shoe fits, James, wear it. That's what they're saying to you and Donald. And now they've taken me off of Twitter, and they're about to jettison me from Facebook as well. The shutdown is underway like you have never seen in your entire life, sir. You know, and that brings another thing. As we, uh, There are historic, well, I don't know about historic, but there are certainly uh, people here in my area that are very concerned about, about uh, a nasty line of storms coming through. So there's a lot of tornado warnings, and there's a lot of uh, thunderclap going on outside, and the, the power's flickering. So if I, I get uh, taken out here, just know that was the reason. But uh, I was wondering if it was God's judgment for this modern-day Sodom and Gomorrah, because as you said, it's just one injustice after another. And these are true injustices. What you mentioned there in my court case when I sued the Detroit newspaper for libel for calling me that uh, that vicious slur. Only to have a judge uh, say, yeah, you know, why not? Ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman, James Edwards, thepoliticalcessible.org, on your radio. Pursuing liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio.
I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. All right, ladies and gentlemen, sorry for the no news on the breaks. There was a little glitch in the automation I had to work through. Sam Bushman on your radio talk show host, engineer. What am I, the jack of all trades, master of none? Sad to say, but true. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, on your radio hard-hitting talk. That is for sure. So not only is it a problem for the news to lie and get caught and then just claim, oh, golly, single anonymous source. Not only is that a huge problem. Not only is it a problem for them to use that in an impeachment of the highest man, the highest office of the land, uh, who, by the way, elected him, I might add. Remember, we elected him, and then they overturned that with their lies. But here's the real question, James. If they lied about those two facts that made it into the impeachment trial, I mean, you got two lies blatantly told, hammered for months, then found out they were bogus and not true. If that's the case, how many other lies are they being <laughs> uh, guilty of not only right now but over the last say five years just to just to put kind of a time frame on it how many well i mean it, <laughs> uh, you know this well, is just beyond imagination when you think about it you could go back uh much longer than that sam uh maybe five decades or more and perhaps you even ask the wrong question my friend not how much do they lie about but do they ever even tell the truth it's like my you know dad we've heard this before how do you know when when they're lying and their lips are moving uh, type of thing going back i mean my goodness the the examples you could go from the iraq war the weapons of mass destruction any any major story any major story i i have not been trained, but just learned through experience. Whatever you see in the Washington Post, um, New York Times, etc. I mean, they're all one big echo chamber, of course. And then the smaller publications try to, uh, you know, suck up to the big boys by by echoing what they say, patting themselves on the shoulders for being so, uh, so, uh, uh, so, so good. But this is. Um, yeah, I, th- I think going back uh, five decades or more, I have learned whatever you hear them saying, whatever you read, believe the opposite. And that'll be a pretty good barometer for you. Amen to that. I had a station owner just email me. And the station owner um, basically said, hey, man, what happened to Kurt? I thought I'd address that live on the air right now. Let me add Kurt to this email because I'm writing the station owner back. And I basically say, Kurt chose not to continue for now. He is still a great personal friend. In fact, we're trying to purchase a radio station together now. My prayers are that he decides to come back. Thanks, well, if Sam. I, and I'm basically CCing Kurt and sending this to the station owner. Now, this is multitasking, ladies and gentlemen, at uh, an at. An Olympic level. But I, I would just like to say this if I could, Sam. And I just uh, added, Kurt hey, Crosby, brother, to the start of the message, by the way. All right, send. Good. Now go. A, a better man doesn't exist this side of Sam Bushman. Kurt Crosby, I have, I've had the opportunity to know Kurt for, for many years, half as long as Sam. Uh, but uh, to, to do what Sam and Kurt do here, ladies and gentlemen, which is operate not just this program, but this network as a labor of love for so many years, year after year after year, with all of these children, is just an incredible testimony to their commitment, uh, to their decency, to their sacrifice. And so, you know, for Kurt to, to take a, a little bit of time off, to recharge, replug, focus on some other endeavors right now, uh, when he's ready to come back, I'm sure he'll be welcomed. And I uh, just wanted to say, since the name of Kirk Crosby was mentioned, uh, how much I respect and admire him and the whole team here at Liberty News Radio. Yes, sir. And I, and I want to say this about Kurt. 
you know what? He's a dear friend, always has been. And let me just tell you, we've been on the radio for more than 25 years. Kurt's been with me the whole time. Kurt Crosby literally moved 100 miles with his whole family, along with me and my whole family, to learn to run a radio station. All right? Then I moved back, uh, and then eventually he moved back. We sold the station to like-minded people, and then we started our nationally syndicated stuff together. Kurt and I are dear friends and always will be. Uh, the problem is there's just, you know, how much time can you dedicate to something? And Kurt just felt like, hey, he needs to spend his time on a few other tasks. I mean, he runs multiple businesses, number one. He's got, you know, 11 kids and grandkids, and, and he's traveling and trying to, you know, do all that. Plus, he's trying to run his businesses. In addition, he's trying to work on purchasing a radio station. I mean, the guy's got his arms full. It isn't that we're not friends. In fact, um, I called Kurt and said, hey, man, you want to go to a Valentine's dinner with us? And then he's like, I'd love to, but I'm, you know, and he was like three hours away headed to uh, his, um, I think his son's house or his daughter. I can't remember. One of the two, their house to watch their grandkids while they, the parents took a little break, right? And so I'm just telling you, the guy's got his hands full. So I love him to death and hopefully he can come back from time to time and stuff like that too. Uh, You know, we'll see. But uh, anyway, I wanted to address it flat out on the air because I don't want there to be any speculation about a problem between the two of us. Uh, None of that's true. I love the guy dearly. I would also say I'm... And, and I'd give my life for Kurt Crosby. I'm telling you that right now. All right, go ahead, sir. Uh, well, I was just going to say, when you're in this business, and people don't know the behind the scenes, I think people... And, and, and so seldomly does anyone think about what happens behind the scenes. You go to a basketball game. You go to a, a concert. You don't think about all the things that have to happen to make the show go. And, and so... Here, especially, it's it's just so much more than the two hours a day, five or six days a week that uh, this program is on the air. Although that is a tremendous level of commitment to keep something going. That is a lot of man hours just in a week. But, of course, the time on the air is uh, really the smallest part to it. It's answering emails. It's uh, fulfilling orders. It's preparing. It's putting up the archives. It's all, all the things you have to do, uh, weathering attacks. And so I have seen so many people come in and just burn out within a matter of months, if not a year or two, if they're lucky. So the people who have been able to do this at a the dude's been high at it level. with me for 25 years now. exactly by a radio station come on no so <laughs> that, that that's the thing i mean it's it's difficult to there's a a lot of risk very little reward and certainly not uh any financial compensation and so for people to do it for this long hey a couple of months off makes sense to me anyway that's what you have i welcome kurt back anytime i'm just telling you right now that him and his family are just wonderful wonderful people in fact let me tell you this. Let me just let me just do this to kind of drive the point home even further, shall I? Um, so, honey, I'm trying to type, look this up. We're working on a honey commercial for Kurt, by the way, because he does such a great job, and we want to promote his honey business for him and everything else. And so here's the raw version of the honey commercial. It's not finished because somebody sent me the voiceover, and we haven't mixed it, and it's all my fault. I haven't even got back to the to the people that are recording it. I've been so swamped and so busy, I just can't help it. But here's the raw commercial we're working on. Not long on. ago, I was at my local grocery store, and I bought a honey bear. You know what a honey bear is, right? Well, did you know not all honey bears are actual honey? I know, right? Reading the label later at home, it's actually honey-flavored high-fructose corn syrup. Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, real honey. Well, now you can, thanks to localhoneyman.com. Localhoneyman.com comes straight from beekeepers we trust, and you can have it shipped right to your door. We have so many different types of honey obtained when the beekeepers move the bees to where there are different plants. For example, there is a flower that grows in Oregon that makes the honey taste just like a marshmallow. Please go to our website to see our varieties that we offer. 
Go to localhoneyman.com. If you have any questions, you can text us right online. Come visit us at localhoneyman.com. That's localhoneyman.com. Anyway, so we're working on a commercial for Kurt while he's working on buying a radio station. And everybody's going, hey, man, is Kurt gone? You guys in a brawl? Did the IRS get you? No, folks. None of those things are true. Yes, folks, we've just got our arms too full of things from time to time. And, and so there you have it. But, James, uh, you know what? We love Kurt to death. And uh, anyway, let, let this be the big shout out to Kurt Crosby. No, well, and it's, it's time we'll spend cover but there's nothing more important than family and, and brotherhood and the fellowship that we have here i mean if we didn't have that that, that is the compensation that you have being able to strengthen strengthen your community with with good people and uh, i'll tell you what I, I have been to kurt's website before because of course we know about his honey enterprise uh, i'm back at it again just now if i had a website like that i could take over the world man i mean this is a high quality operation and so that's what i'm talking about you and like you sam i mean you've got your fingers and all sorts of different pies, and you're you're working uh, on a lot of different. Uh, I'm writing the show notes. Different while you things, talk, by the way. I just added guest James <laughs> Edwards, and then I'm about to write shout out to Kurt Crosby. You know that kind of stuff. He's got like his brain can function in three different areas at once. It's it's almost like a machine. But no, I mean you and Kurt are multitaskers, and you're working on a lot of different projects all the time. And just this alone, just this show, two hours a day, six days a week, that's a full time job. Uh, you know, you think, well, that's only ten hours. No, it's a full time job on top of a full time job and another part time job. Yeah, because you want to know why. Things. Because we actually try to research our sources. We don't have anonymous single sources. And none of our stuff gets peddled to the mainstream press as pure lies that make it to the, Supreme, or to the Congress uh, to impeach the President of the United States. Uh, none of those things happen on a whim for us. Only for real journalists. You know what I'm talking about? And then they attack us for peddling <laughs> fake news. You get this kind of stuff? Hey, maybe, well, that's, maybe that's the secret to getting paid in this business is just uh, not know what you're talking about and, and just uh, uh, get uh, try to... <laughs> <laughs> present your uh your your biases as fact maybe we've been doing it all wrong all these years trying to tell the truth or at least offer a little bit of balance all right there there you have it folks you know this stuff is almost hard to respond to because it's just such such propaganda that you just don't know how to respond to it almost meaning it's it's beyond like mistakes it is blatant in your face falsehoods but there's zero accountability when we come back i want to talk about the proud boys uh, and a couple of things too to highlight is this operation mockingbird deep state funded what's going on hang tight Getting the kids to school, cleaning the house, doing the laundry. It seems that the work routine as a stay-at-home mom is never-ending. And even though I'm the prime grocery shopper in our family of four, I simply don't have time to scrutinize all the labels on the countless food products I buy. Oh, sure, I've noticed all the latest certification seals. Organic, non-GMO, gluten-free. It definitely seems to be the latest craze. But it was only recently that kosher certification seals caught my attention. You see, my husband had me download an app called Certified, and it shed light on a century-old certification industry that slipped under the radar screen from the majority of our public. I also noticed a question mark at the end of the app name, and that makes great sense as there's far more questions regarding this industry than answers. In fact, the developers refer to this as the kosher question. Sure, I'm a busy mom and didn't pay attention to our food culture, but now I have transparency, a convenient grocery list feature, and the ability to eat in favor of my family's best interests, and you can discover it too at thekosherquestion.com.
Abby Johnson was once director of a Planned Parenthood clinic in Bryan, Texas. After a moral crisis, she quit, and now she campaigns against what she once endorsed. They implement abortion quotas in all of their clinics. What do you mean quotas? You have to perform a certain number of abortions every month. Um, one of the reasons that I left... Are they explicit about that? Yes. It's, it's in your budget, right there on the line item. Uh, one of the reasons I left Planned Parenthood was because uh, in a budget meeting I was told to double that abortion quota. And for me, as someone who had spoken to the media and had said, you know, we're about reducing the number of abortions, we're about, you right. know, prevention, all of these other services, I was shocked. So since this. you actually worked at a Planned Parenthood, give us some sense of the relative number of abortions. Okay, abortions, Planned Parenthood provides over 330,000 abortions a year. They are the largest single abortion provider in our country. Sam Bushman along with James Edwards live on your radio the politicalcesspool.org is the site for James Edwards his award-winning broadcast every Saturday night live syndicated by Liberty News Radio and then available all the time 24-7 at the politicalcesspool.org with incredible commentary and more check it out live and on demand radio free at your fingertips so, James, it gets worse because the mainstream press is peddling lies. We've caught them at it. How many more lies are they telling? Don't know. But I suspect this is one of them. All right. After the shout out to Kurt Crosby, love you, brother. Well, I want to talk about Proud Boys got bigger as police looked away. This is New York Times now. Are they credible? Are they not? Are they in uh, uh, Operation Mockingbird? What, what's going on here? But listen carefully. Proud Boys got bigger as cops looked the other way. Proud Boys accused of leading a mob to Congress followed a bloody path to get there, the article says. Now, I look at this thing and I say, wait a minute. They accused Donald Trump of being soft on the Proud Boys. But you literally have cops all the way from the local level all the way up to the FBI looking the other way. When the Proud Boys would assault somebody, the assaulted, the victim, would get charged and the proud boy would move right along to the next confrontation, to the next violent interaction, to the next. And you literally got cops all the way on the local level, all the way up to the FBI. Now it's documented. They looked the other way and gave the proud boys a pass, knowing full well the truth because evidence is on video of the violent interactions the proud boys have been involved in. Now Trump was accused of being involved with the proud boys, but he told him, stand back, stop it, knock it off. But yet, you know what? We're going to blame Trump, but yet let the police all the way from the local level to the FBI look the other way. Now the New York Times documenting this reality, and they say that Trump insurrectionists caused the problem on January 6th at the Capitol. But James, 100 plus of the people arrested are Proud Boys. Hey, do you smell a rat, buddy? There is a lot to unpack here with that story, and I was reading it after you uh, told me to check it out a couple of days ago. Uh, But I think it's important to first go back in time a little bit when talking about the Proud Boys because undoubtedly uh, a lot of people have heard their name probably uh, mostly over the course of the last year or so when they've really 
uh, become a fixture in the news. Of course, famously, Donald Trump was asked about them in one of the presidential debates with Joe Biden, and he responded, proud boy, stand back and stand by or something like that. And, uh, of course, he was supposed to denounce them because they're being trumpeted as this white supremacist. I'm literally reading about them right now, white supremacist terrorist group. Well, they were founded by Gavin McInnes. If anybody uh, doesn't know who Gavin McInnes is, he is a Canadian political actor, I guess you could say. He sort of reminds me a little bit about Alex Jones. I'm not saying that there's not things that I uh, don't agree with him on. Alex Jones, I agree with you know, a lot of the things he says. But ultimately, I kind of view, and I may be wrong about this in my assessment, but I kind of view Alex Jones as an entertainer first. And uh, that's how I see Gavin McInnes. He he pulls stunts. He does things to be edgy for the sake of edginess, for the clicks and things like that. That's not to say, again, that both of these people don't say things and perhaps even truly believe things that I would find common ground with. But ultimately, uh, just kind of gives me a persona that rubs me the wrong way. Gavin McInnes also founded Vice. Okay, so we know how horrible of a media outlet Vice is. He founded it. Well, it's possible after he founded it, it went on uh, a leftward turn and, and went in the wrong direction. But if you found Vice and then you found the Proud Boys, why are we talking about Gavin McInnes with regards to the Proud Boys? He founded the Proud Boys. He is known as the group's uh, original founder. A guy who founded Vice then goes on to found this neo-Nazi terrorist organization as, 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 as it's been presented. Um, they really don't have any real firm r racial views. I mean, they, of course, they're being denounced as a white supremacist organization, but I believe that their, their now leader is a guy named, uh, what, Enrico? I mean, he's, uh, I, I believe he's Hispanic and perhaps a little uh, African-American admixture, and he's the leader of this, this group. Right. He's this also Hispanic, a known... Afri African-American mixture guy is a leader of the white supremacist group. I mean, come on, people. How far and, do you let this lie go? And, Sam, he's been a known collaborator with the FBI. Now, when you say, what does that mean, a known collaborator with the FBI? I'm not saying, look... Uh, he, he talks to the FBI and he gave him information on, on people that led to, I, I think, some arrests. So anyway, you add it all up and it doesn't really fit the bill as if you take the group's founder, its current leader, everything I just told you, it doesn't really fit the bill of you know the world's premier white supremacist terror organization. I think it was something that was mainly just founded for kicks and some people got involved. And, you know, I think recently they're most famous for going to some of these Stop the Steal rallies and being like a quasi-security force for some of the... Uh, but let's be clear. Right-wing e-celebs online. Boys and their violence and their trek to power. And I want to trace the money. And I want to know why the cops along the way, all the way from the local level, all the way up to the FBI have looked now, the other way. I want accountability okay. on the money trail. And I want accountability for who's been aiding and abetting these thugs while they blame it on Donald. So you look back on all that history and that, and then now we come back to, the, to, to what you mentioned a moment ago, come back to present day. And it certainly doesn't necessarily all add up. Something about it. Stinks, and I've been involved with, uh, you know, certainly some uh, alternative groups and organizations that are outside of the mainstream just because, you know, which is where you want to be, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. You want to be outside the mainstream. You don't want to go along with the world. You don't want to fit in with, with the current in crowd because they're horrible. They're despicable. Uh, they're degenerate. They're anti-Christian. They're anti-American. So to be outside of the mainstream isn't a bad thing. And, but, and uh, if that's not enough, time, they tell lies all the time. Well, that's true. But with regard to the Proud Boys, though, 
Um, there was just always something about it. And, uh, you know, I'm not a virtue signaler. I'm the last one who ever would. Uh, but um, just something about I'm not a virtue signaler right unless me. you say that I stand for God, family, and country, and I clearly tell you, you what, what my <laughs> virtues are, and it's obvious what I'm signaling, right? And what we mean by virtue signaling, uh, of course, I guess that's a little uh, insider baseball or uh, to use a, uh, uh, the parlance of our time. That's when you try to signal that you're acceptable to the, to the, to the establishment. You yeah, know, you're it, one of the good guys. It's when you use dog whistles to get your point across. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> But in any event, there was always just something about the Proud Boys, that just because of their history, because of their activities and their ill-defined mission, that just I didn't quite understand. Let me put it that way. Uh, rather than denouncing, because I don't like to play the denouncing game either, I just don't quite understand it, and there was just something that never sat right with me, which is why we've never really reached out and worked with them in any capacity. Uh, and we never will. I completely disagree with them. But here's the point. The cops are looking the other way, all the way from the local level to the FBI. That's what the New York Times says. And even when things are on video where somebody gets assaulted by a proud boy, the assaulted person, the victim, gets charged and the proud boy walks free. Now, that's exactly what we saw in Charlottesville to all the peaceful people who wanted to protect American history, protect our statues and protect our relics, if you will, and and, and preserve history and everything else. They all got attacked. The uh, abusers, attackers, uh, walked free, and everybody who was a victim and got attacked and abused and beat up and tried to defend themselves and everything else uh, went to jail. Uh, and now we see the same pattern. Well, you put that together with the mainstream right. press, blaming it all on Donald, and you go, wait a minute, Operation Mockingbird is live and well, baby. But, you know, Sam, one thing that we have to mention if we're talking about this is say what you will about the Proud Boys. I mean, these are absolute Boy Scouts. This is the the Vienna Boys Choir compared to Black Lives Matter, who, by the way, once again, I mean, if you ever you want to talk about terrorists and insurrectionists, I mean, here they are. This isn't getting reported on. Uh, We know that the trial for Officer Derek Chauvin of George Floyd infamy is beginning in Minnesota uh, just this week. Jury selection. I think prosecutors are like adding charges. They've had a year to think about it. They're adding charges now, even as jury selection is going on. I I don't know how common that is. I've certainly not heard of it before. But even as all this is going on, you certainly doesn't relate. Hold on. It certainly doesn't relate to due process and a speedy trial. I can promise you constitutionally that, ladies and gentlemen. And 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 that all of this is happening. Jury selection is happening right at the same exact week that the city all of a sudden decides to give twenty seven million dollars to to George Floyd's uh, family, you know. But uh, even though the officer almost certainly did not cause uh, his death and and should be completely exonerated and acquitted. But anyway, the point is this with regards to the Proud Boys. Here's Black Lives Matter right now setting up shop again. We know about Chaz up in Seattle where they have this so-called autonomous zone where these true terrorists uh, and true insurrectionists are are basically taking over square blocks of downtown. They literally ran the cops out of the police station to start off their takeover uh, back in the summer. And now they're doing it night after night right now, this very second. Burning down cities all last summer, taking over downtown areas, large swaths of downtown areas in major American cities like Portland and Seattle. Well, anyway, they're doing it again right now. They're doing it in Minnesota. There's there's blocks of, of, of Minneapolis that is that is this lawless uh, zone that BLM basically is is in charge of like a, like a war chief, and the, the cops don't go in there. Now, you, you tell me, what kind of example that is setting for the jury? What message is the jury getting? If you don't give us the, the verdict we want in this case, that we're out here and we're waiting and we operate above the law. Now, why, why are the Proud Boys, say what you will about them, 
uh, and they're not my cup of tea, but why are the Proud Boys getting all of the scrutiny, or are they working with the FBI? I mean, what's really going on here? But in any event, why is there complete why, – why are we reading about the Proud Boys every day? They're not the ones taking over city blocks and doing this. This is happening right now. It happened all last year. It's happening again. A major trial, and, uh, I, I mean, wow. That's what's going on, and, of course, um, uh, the silence is deafening. I don't even know how to respond to this stuff, ladies and gentlemen, except here's what I will say. Now the border leaks like a sieve, and you got to wear a mask. And pretty soon, if you're not vaccinated, they're going to shut you down, and only the illegals can travel. And that's what they're really doing to this country. <laughs> and we're sitting by going, golly, you know, is Sam credible? I better turn on CNN and get the answers to what's going on around here. And I'm telling you right now, Operation Mockingbird, Mockingbird is live and well. And you can say they might have changed the name to protect the innocent. They might have whatever. But these programs never go away once they get started, ladies and gentlemen. It's like a tax. Okay? And these programs don't go away. You think that all of a sudden they went, oh, yeah, that was a bad idea. We got caught with our hand in a cookie jar. You know what? Put it away. Don't do it anymore. Remember, George Bush spied on every one of us, lied about it, got caught, no accountability. Then Congress codified by law his ability to spy on every one of us. And that was after Operation Mockingbird. And now you think the news is less propagandized than it was before the government started propagandizing it? Folks, I don't mean to, but I'm telling you right now, I'm taking Donald Trump's complaint about the media and their dishonesty to a whole new level. Hey, Donald, you ready to play ball, buddy? You're a free man. You're an average citizen. Why don't you start coming on Liberty Roundtable Live and let's highlight the truisms about the media, how corrupt and criminal they really are, not just complain, but let's... Use your money, President Donald J. Trump, or former president, I should say. You really are the real president still, by the way. But, you know, nevertheless, I digress. But let's say this. <laughs> Why don't we use your money, buddy, to investigate these thugs and, and expose Operation Mockingbird and expose uh, Barack Obama's fake birth certificate and expose what they've really done to you all the way to James Edwards, all the way to Ammon Bundy sitting in prison for two years. And in the end of the day, the only criminals were the government. Let's talk about the shootings. Uh, at the January 6th Capitol event, the only shooting that happened is, well, the government shot a veteran, and she's now dead. Uh, okay, let's talk about who's who and who's in bed with who and what's really going on, shall we? Or do we dare? Hashtag shut down Sammy's out of control? Just wondering. <laughs> Hour one in the can, ladies and gentlemen. Hour two coming up. Sam Bushman, James Edwards, hard-hitting talk at your fingertips. That's our claim to fame, baby. News the networks refuse to use straight ahead on your radio. For Sam and James and no doubt Kurt Crosby, we declare we the people, along with the grace of the Almighty, we can and will indeed restore our grand old republic. Will you get involved, make it a great day, and choose the right? Those are the keys to success. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman, James Edwards, live on your radio, thepoliticalcesspool.org, his award-winning website and talk show every Saturday night on your radio live, but twenty-four-seven on demand. Incredible commentary. 
incredible articles and insights, all at thepoliticalcesspool.org. This is Liberty Roundtable Live, Hour 2 at 2, March 17th, in the year of our Lord, 2021. And folks, I'm telling you right now, man, I was looking for the Eagles song to play on the border. It's a great song, but I can't play it because I look on YouTube and I, I can't find a single version of it that I can play. Maybe the Eagles are getting shut down too now, buddy. I don't know what to say about this. This is shocking. Uh, James, do you have a response? They're even shutting down now the the YouTube video. You can't find on the board of the Eagles. <laughs> I'll tell you, since, uh, and we talked about this on my program with Operation Choke Point, you came on and gave a brilliant uh, breakdown of what's going on with that and that legislation or that uh, executive order and how Biden sort of resuscitated all of that. And uh, yes, the news has certainly tightened even in the short two-month period that uh, Biden has allegedly been the president. And uh, they, uh, it, it is all encompassing, Sam. I didn't uh, know if the be- if the Beatles, the Eagles, would get caught up in that, but <laughs> perhaps they did. Even mentioning the border now, unless it's uh, talking about it being wide open, uh, is probably calls for cancellation and uh, deplatforming today. By the way, I can play all kinds of other Eagles songs, but all the other we need to play "Take It Easy." Deleted. Maybe that's what we need to do. Just take it easy. Like so many Americans have done. That's what really got us in this uh, mess is too I many people taking James it easy Dean. and just. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I look at this and I'm just going, are you kidding me right now? I mean, is this really happening? So the border is a serious, serious issue. And believe it or not, it is one of the, probably the key, in my opinion, the key. Claim Donald made, promised Donald, tried to keep uh, whatever you want to say, campaign issue of all time, and especially for Donald Trump. Um, and now it's interesting. The border gets better and better and better and better and better. Uh, Donald Trump is not a racist. He's trying to welcome uh, immigrants who can really contribute to our society, who won't be a drain on the system, who will uh, add brain power and add hard work and everything else, but not reward criminals and rapists and pillagers and plunderers. And, you know, he tried to craft the policy that made sense from an American first, America first point of view. And th- now, <laughs> Don. Donald Trump's agenda and focus on that has been absolutely slaughtered by Joe. Uh, And now Joe's saying there's not a crisis, but he sends FEMA to the border. How does that work for ignorant people like me, James? No crisis, but we're sending FEMA to the border? Well, I got got one better than that. Uh, How about, oh, and by the way, I mean, yes, once Biden... uh, you know, again, I don't even know how to how to say this uh, accurately. So, you know, supposedly won the election. Boy, those caravans cranked right back up. Where you have this sea, this sea of uh, people from Central and South America just walking to the border. I mean, they just walk, 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 and they're matching T-shirts with their matching signs. I mean, that's interesting how all that works. But you were talking about the inconsistency and the hypocrisy with regards to we don't have a crisis, but we got to send FEMA. Well, how about this? I mean, the Democrats, certainly even more than the Republicans, have been touting this whole thing. We're in this deadly pandemic, this deadly, deadly pandemic. You're going to die if you're not six feet away, and you're going to kill grandma if you if you see her. You better touch her through plate glass, and you 
you can't visit Santa Claus and everything's just shut down for a year. But you can have people from God knows where, uh, where carrying God knows what, just come over willy-nilly across the border. We're supposed to integrate them into society in a, in, in a supposed pandemic. You're supposed to just allow this. Well, of course, we know why the Democrats are doing it because, number one, the COVID thing has been wildly, wildly exaggerated. And number two, uh, this is a straight-up voter registration drive for them. Uh, 90% of the people that will come in from Central and South America are going to vote Democrat as soon as they're allowed. So uh, they'll never lose another election if they can ram it through. So it makes a lot of sense for them. And, of course, these sociopaths that are pushing this, even though it's going to be a net drag on our economy, uh, on our culture, on our, on our nation, in so many different ways— so many different ways to absorb uh, all of these people who uh, can't contribute in any meaningful way to American society. Uh, they're not very few are going to be able to come here and, and, and do jobs at a level higher than what a native born American would do. Uh, but uh, but yet here they come. And uh, well, there you have it. And this has, of course, been the I think the biggest issue in politics for at least a couple of decades now, and there's been no real resolution. It's either uh, the uh, the floodgates are either wide open or slowed down a little bit, but they're never stopped, and they're certainly never reversed, and uh, that's the difference between the Republicans and the Democrats on immigration. All right, let me before we leave this issue, we, I want to keep talking about immigration here for a minute um, because I believe that Donald Trump uh, was right on immigration. I believe that Joe Biden's a criminal, and I'll get to that in just a second, but... Dude, I don't know what's going on, on on Google here. I think this might be a breaking story, James. I literally finally find an On the Border song. It's a tribute band to the Eagles because, of course, all the Eagles stuff's taken down. So I click On the Border, a Eagles tribute band rendition, right? And you want to know what it plays? Are you ready for this? I can't this? imagine. It plays a tribute band, I'm Already Gone. Which is a good song, by the way. It's I mean, we can certainly song, go with that one. But it isn't the point. <laughs> the point is somebody's playing games with the search, my friend. Well, what, 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 what are the... You can't find on the border at all, but I can play all kinds of other songs. And then I finally find a tribute band, and every time I click on on the border, I'm already gone, please? Well, what are the... <laughs> what the heck is going on around here? You know, I, I got to say, you know, you know, I'm a doo-wop aficionado from the, yes, the, the 50s and 60s, so that's my jam. That's my music. Now, of course, I know some of the Eagles songs, and I like some of the Eagles songs, but I can't say that I'm readily familiar with On the Border or the lyrics. To, well, obviously, how could I be because you can't find it, but I don't know the lyrics to it. So is it something that the Eagles themselves would have said, oh, man, this is too politically incorrect. Uh, we, better, we better ban this. Or is there any political message, any any sort of thing that the Eagles themselves would try to go well, out I'm gonna and I'm going to find the lyrics removed? so I can read them to you because it's kind of interesting. Um, Eagle, Eagles because on the bands, okay, I'm looking for these. I'll bands the do that sometimes. Well, because you had the you had the band, uh, a band called the band, and they had that incredible no, song the it. night they drove all but, Dixie down. But but you might say, okay, it's not there, and the video's taken down. That's one thing. But when you click it and it plays, I'm already gone. <laughs> okay, are you mocking me right now with your search engine? Ah, oh, yeah, I'm just a conspiracy theorist there. Don't worry about me. I'm the only one that peddles fake news there, right? Verse 1, cruising down the center of a two-way street, wondering who's really in the driver's seat. Minding my business, along comes Big Brother. Says, son, you better get on one side or the other. Chorus, I'm out on the border. I'm walking the line. 
Don't you tell me about your law and order. I'm trying to change this water to wine. Verse 2. After a hard day, I'm safe at home, fooling with my baby on the telephone. Out of nowhere, somebody cuts in and says, Hmm, you're in some trouble, boy. We know where you've been. Chorus. I'm out on the border. I thought this was a private line. Don't you tell me about your law and order. I'm trying to change this water to wine. Yeah, listen. Here's the bridge. Never mind your name. Just give us your number. Mm. Never mind your face. Just show us your card. And we want to know whose wing are you under. You better step to the right or we can make it hard. Yeah. There you have it. You want to respond to that, James? That's the word from well, the trying, Eagles song I'm on the trying. border. I'm trying to decipher. I guess uh, maybe the lyrics could be open to interpretation. Is that? Well, I don't know what they're trying to say there. They're saying Big Brother's watching you, my friend, and they're monitoring your telephone. They want to turn you into a number, and Big Brother's at the helm, and you better watch out. And if you speak up or do anything else, they're going to shut you down too. And they're using on the border as the reference because the only ones free from all that are the illegals. Uh, wow, Sam. Sam is waxing poetic here. I had to go to uh, uh, I had to go to Plato here to to get that, but now it, it actually does make sense. Now there you go. I just didn't think about it long enough. Yeah, you better not talk to your baby on the telephone, buddy. Somebody will break in the line and said, "Boy, you better quit doing that talk radio, James." Yeah, you better not drive down the road because they're going to say you better pick one side or the other. Whose side are you on, James? Are you going to help us take over this republic and create a global new world order? Or are you going to? Uh, say America's first and prove you're a racist and go to prison. What are you going to do, buddy? You're going to be on the side of Donnie, Donnie or Joe? Well, no. there's the song. And by the uh, way, isn't it comical like a- in the Eagles? There's Don Henley and <clears throat> Joe Walsh. And so the Eagles <laughs> even have a Don and Joe, just so you know. A cosmic coincidence. Well, yeah. I wonder then Redneck if that's the thing. Radio here if, um, <laughs> I wonder if the, if, uh, very inter- we got to get to the bottom of where this song went and if the Eagles hastened its, uh, its shuddering. I don't know, but I just know this. When I search for it, if they hasten the shuddering, pointing me to different songs like I'm Already Gone, ooh, you could say it's all coincidental, but there you have it, baby. I'm just saying it's weird stuff. Now, I'm not telling you that there's a conspiracy here. Okay, let me just be very clear to you thugs that want to misinterpret what I say. I am not saying there's a conspiracy here. What I am saying is it's very weird that I couldn't try to introduce the discussion on the border by playing just a eagle song there. Couldn't get that done. Maybe our love's slipping away, ladies and gentlemen. By the way, that's this song for the doo-wop guy who doesn't know. It's Vince Gill, and it's Don't Let Our Love Start <laughs> Slipping Away. You are listening to the hard-hitting one and only Think Tank, known as Liberty Roundtable Live. <laughs> Is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. 
For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. Scott Bradley here. Most Americans are painfully aware that the nation is on the wrong track and in dire straits. Unfortunately, most political pundits only nibble around the edges when they claim to address the issues. Even worse, many of the so-called solutions are simply rewarmed servings of what got us into the mess we currently face. And the politicians think we're so gullible and naive that we'll buy their lies that they have reformed and now understand where they led us astray. Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is that they simply wish to continue to hold power. The solution to America's challenges is found in returning to the timeless principles found in the United States Constitution. My book and lecture series will reawaken in Americans an understanding and love of the principles which made this nation the freest, most prosperous, happiest, and most respected nation on earth. Visit to preservethenation.com and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation. All right, let me double down on my quintessential point about fake news. Operation Mockingbird, government in bed with media lying through their teeth, and they know it. They destroy evidence whenever they need to, etc., etc. The deep state is deeper than you could possibly imagine. But listen up, ladies and gentlemen, carefully to what I'm about to say. I want to get the take from James Edwards on this. So let me get this right. Donald Trump created an insurrection because he dared to say, hey, I think there might be election fraud. We need to look into that. American people come to Washington, so they do. They have a peaceful rally, and in that peaceful rally, the president of the United States says, hey, I want you to go to the Capitol. I want you to peacefully and patriotically let your congressmen and senators know that we need to look into this vote fraud, please. So a million people are there about. Who knows the numbers? They won't tell us the numbers. Strangely, they tell us the numbers on everything else, except for when the numbers really matter, right? Then they don't have numbers. Nevertheless, uh, you know, most people leave and go home. It was a peaceful rally. It was great. Their peaceful intentions are obvious. But 100,000 or so roll to the Capitol, a couple hundred thousand. I don't know the exact numbers. Again, for those reasons, they won't report them. And how do I get them, right? Okay. But then um, most people are outside praying and peaceful and, 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 you know, a few hundred go in. I don't know how many. Again, they say as many as 800, but I don't believe it. I had personal people that I know that went inside. They're black, by the way, and they reported on the radio about their evidence and involvement. I've also had white people come on the radio and tell you that, you know what, there were insurrectionists there. They believe that worked for Antifa. Uh, they tried to stop some of the criminal activity, et cetera, et cetera. They even got arrested and got let go because they committed no crime. Okay, these are the kind of people I've had on the radio. So let's not pretend my research and my involvement and my firsthand witnesses aren't valuable or credible or real news because they are. But I digress. Here's the point. A few hundred people breached the Capitol, and it turns out 100-plus of them are Proud Boys, who the cops have ignored and promoted from the local level all the way to the FBI. 
We blame it on the Donald about the white boys. Then the white boys create an insurrection at the Capitol, and now they tie Donald to the white boys and say he's involved, but he hasn't been with the white boys at all. He told them to stand down, to stop it, etc. They didn't. Nevertheless, here's the parallel I'm going to draw. So President Trump can say peacefully, patriotically, go to the Capitol, and that's an insurrection. We can have an impeachment and impeach the president based on lies and the fake news. Now, Joe gets in. Hey, I want everybody to come to the border. Come on, one and all. You're welcome. Come on in, baby. Take your coat off. If you believe in the Oak Ridge Boys song, come on in, baby. Take your coat off, right? And then you get this deal where he promotes this. And now we have a sheriff, A.J. Louderback, five-time elected sheriff from Texas, who says he has evidence that the Biden administration has secret communiques to the illegals who have been turned away based on the rule of law from the border by the Border Patrol to please come back, we'll let you in. We now have the border uh, leaking like a sieve where it's not just Mexicans and people from Latin America. It's literally criminals from foreign nations who are tied to terror being let in to the United States of America. And Joe says there's no crisis at the border, but yet he sends FEMA down there. The cages for children are evident. They blamed it all on Donald, but Barack did it, and now Joe's doing it, and not a peep from the mainstream thugs. I mean press. Okay? And now, if we can <laughs> say that Donald created an insurrection by his language, then Joe Biden created a coup d'etat on the border, violating United States law. And the evidence is the communication, the communiques that A.J. Louderback speaks of, uh, as well as others who have been told, I just reported right at the t uh, top of the first hour, James, you have my notes, uh, that you know what? People are being told that, hey, the Joe Biden administration is in bed with the illegals promoting this. Okay? We are being told that his actions are by the Border Patrol. The Border Patrol is telling um, you know, members of Congress and everybody else that will listen, the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, you've got this sheriff, A.J. Louderback, and all these officials are being told that, hey, what Joe's doing on the border is illegal. What Joe's doing on the border is literally insurrection. What Joe's doing on the border is creating a coup d'etat at the border. What Joe's doing on the border uh, is creating mayhem and enriching the drug cartels, the sex traffickers, the et cetera, et cetera. And so how can the Republicans stand down when the Democrats went after Donald and said, you know, your statements at the Capitol there go peacefully and patriotically to the Capitol and influence to look into vote fraud. And then vote fraud's jettisoned completely after that point. And then you can have Joe literally, I mean, illegals are coming across the border with T-shirts that say, Joe, let us in. You promised kind of thing. And now we find this communique. These are credible sources. The governor of Texas a five-time elected sheriff in Texas. They have no ax to grind, but they live on the border, so they care, right? Okay, we have all this evidence, and the Republicans aren't saying a single word, James. I submit to you that Donald Trump was right, that Joe is a flat-out criminal creating an insurrection coup d'etat at the border, and he needs to be arrested immediately. And you could say, Sam, that's uh, way too bold, buddy. But I'm telling you right now, when you have the governor of the state of Texas and a well-known Texas sheriff literally saying, we have evidence of these illegal communiques, and we have to send FEMA to the border as a result of his change in direction, this is not a debate. This is a national security 
crisis, sir. Forget saying a border crisis because it it's true, but it doesn't articulate well enough the reality. We got a national security crisis happening right now, promoted by Joe himself. We could research the funding, maybe even funded by Joe and the Democrats and George Soros and who knows what other groups would be involved, right? Sam, of course, any country without a border is no country at all. It's certainly not a sovereign political entity. It's, uh, I guess, uh, a geographical plot where people can come and squat or, or do whatever they want to, but there's no sense of nationhood. And, yes, between the two, between uh, what's going on there and Biden's hand in it, Oh, and certainly the Democrats' uh, quasi-endorsement of just rampant illegal immigration versus what we saw on January 6th. I mean, certainly one is much more serious than the other. And you could even take the hypocrites uh, seriously with regards to their condemnation of what happened on January 6th if it had not been for the fact uh, that they have sanctioned and excused and found ways to make righteous uh, the much more violent and much more destructive riots that their supporters had been doing for, what, a year, a solid year, year and a half, still to this day in Minneapolis, as we were talking about earlier with regards to Antifa and uh, Black Lives Matter. And as Pat Buchanan put it, if Antifa and Black Lives Matter voted at all, they voted for Biden. So you can say these are Democrats doing that. Uh, because and, and I think that you can you can say that because <clears throat> obviously everybody that was at the Capitol was attributed to Trump. And, uh, you know, obviously they, it, it got out of hand and there was a little bit of uh, of uh, recklessness and lawlessness. But uh, f for the media and for these congressional hearings, these ridiculous hearings, you know, look, arrest the people, charge them with vandalism or loitering or whatever. But to say that it was it was treason, that it was insurrection, it was all this. I mean, these people weren't armed. They didn't really have a plan. It just. One thing led to another, and it's uh, listen. They maybe you know they they pay a price for that. Maybe uh, get a fine. Maybe even do a little jail time. I don't know, depending on the situation. But comparing and contrasting the two, if you're going to completely excuse one uh, while throwing the book at these people in an absurd way, while overlooking what's going on at the border, as you just so rightly mentioned, and and again, it does it doesn't even stop there. When asked earlier in 2020, earlier last year, about uh, dissidents, and I believe it was Hong Kong. Uh, who did the exact same thing to their Capitol building as what we saw the Trump supporters uh, do. Uh, Nancy Pelosi was asked about uh, the, the dissidents storming the, the Capitol uh, building at Hong Kong. She said, well, it was a beautiful thing to see, these people fighting for their freedom. Well, I mean, there you have it. So these are unserious people. They're evil people. Uh, they are dishonest people. And basically whatever position that they take on an issue uh, is done to further their agenda, not because it's right and not because it's wrong. There's no consistency. There's no, there's no decency. All of these people uh, have got to go. And when I say I, they've got to go, I mean they've got to be voted out. I'm not talking about anything extra legal, but it is they are disgusting, and uh, it's the very worst of the American people that have risen to be our so-called leaders. James, I understand what you're saying, and I completely agree with the hypocrisy. I completely agree with the double standard. I completely agree with the uh, the issues. But look, if we can literally impeach Donald with fake news line items, if twice we can, if we can twice if we can literally drum him out of office by election fraud if we can literally create an insurrection uh, at the capitol and then uh you know blame it on him and have him removed literally over all this okay but now joe has rhetoric about promoting illegal activity at the border how do the republicans not say listen you've created a national security border crisis via your rhetoric and we submit to you that that's 10 times the insurrection that Donald's ever 
promoted. Donald said, looking to vote fraud patriotically. Uh, you know what? Peacefully go to the Capitol. What Don, what Joe is doing is literally sending communications illegally to the illegals saying, come back. We don't care what the border patrol says regarding the law. That's literally undermining the law. How come the Republicans are saying nothing? How come I'm the only one that puts this in the, in my opinion, proper, serious context that it deserves? Let's talk about that. Hang tight. Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. Eight people were found dead Tuesday following a bloody shooting spree that may have targeted Asian massage parlors in the Atlanta, Georgia area. 21-year-old Robert Aaron Long was arrested about four hours after the first shooting. Authorities say he is a suspect in the shootings that occurred at three different locations. Atlanta Police Chief Rodney Bryant said it's too early to determine if it was a hate crime. As the recall, Gavin Newsom prepares to present 2 million signatures to remove the Democrat California governor. Mr. Newsom says they're ready to fight. We will fight it. We'll defeat it. So we're ready to go. Newsom on CNN says this is a recall by radicals and white supremacists. Uh, that are avid Proud Boyd members. They're part of the three percenters, the right-wing militia group. Uh, they are supporters of QAnon conspiracy theorists, white supremacist group. When Newsom was asked if he believed the 2 million signatures were from radicals and white supremacists, Newsom did not answer the question. USA Radio News. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too, even threaten your home or business. Don't take on the IRS alone. If you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. The experts at Optima specialize in a powerful IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands, even tens of thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS from targeting you. But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for your free consultation. Call 800-498-3622. 800-498-3622. 800-498-3622. Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. The massive amount of people trying to illegally get into the United States from the southwest border are from all over the world. Tim Berg reports. The Biden administration will use a detention center in Dallas, Texas, to house 3,000 illegal migrant children between the ages of 15 and 17. By the end of the year, it's estimated that 117,000 solo minors will enter the United States. House Minority Leader from California, Kevin McCarthy, and 12 of his Republican colleagues went down to the border on Monday. McCarthy saying that one of the things they're seeing is it's not just people coming from Central American countries, it's people coming in to the United States from all over the world. Yeah, they're from Central America. But you know who else? Iran, Yemen, Sri Lanka. When I walked through the facility, there's more Haitians than any other nationality I saw. And why were they coming now? You ask the border agents, they were shocked themselves because they're being released into the country. Thank you for listening. We are USA Radio News.
roundtable not to be denied. Trying to change water to wine. After a hard day, I'm safe at home. Fooling with my baby on the telephone. Out of nowhere, somebody cuts in and said, mm, You in some trouble, boy. We know where you've been. Yeah, you've been doing some talk radio, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to go ahead and use Operation Choke Point and shut down your money. Don't you tell me about your law and order. I'm trying to change this water to wine. Just give us your number. protection from Joe. Gentlemen, you are listening to the one and only Liberty Roundtable live on the border. That is the discussion. How come nobody is willing to take this seriously? I'm calling this a national security crisis. You've got people from all kinds of ne'er-do-well terrorist countries literally being invited to cross the border, illegal, without tracking, to come on in, baby, take your coat off, by Joe, the president of the United States, the duly elected president that is sworn under oath on the Bible, that he will protect America from enemies, foreign and domestic. And what he's saying to you is, hey, Donald Trump supporters are the enemy. Illegal aliens? Hey, we're best friends. James, this is a national security crisis. This is no joke, sir. It's the biggest. Like I said, for me, I think, I mean, look, we're losing on all fronts. I mean, there's not an issue out there where constitutionalist Christians, traditional Americans can point to and say, you know, we're really winning on this front. We're, we're losing everywhere. So when you're losing everywhere and you're fighting a retreating battle, uh, it's hard to say what, which, what's the most serious. But for me personally, I think uh, if there was one issue, because Trump made a, you know some strides, at least on the right to life issue, if there's one issue we got to arrest right now and get it right before all others, it's got to be, it's got to be the border. It's got to be the border. You're not, look, if you're bringing in millions upon millions of people who don't respect uh, American culture, American history, if they are adversarial to to our way of life, our language, uh, in many cases our faith, uh, that if they're not assimilating, you know, you're not America anymore. Uh, we will become more like a, a third world hotspot uh, in in Latin America than than America if 
uh, the population is replaced or overwhelmed. And so that's that's something that you've got to take a long, cold, hard look at, and you've got to be very honest about it. And I know, of course, to even make mention of these things, well, you saw what happened with Donald Trump. I mean, that more than anything is what got him the whole racist moniker. I mean, God forbid we, we have uh, any sort of uh, semblance of uh, – of laws pertaining to who and what can come over the border and who and what is an, an American. But no, I think that's the one, Sam. I think if you got to get one right, that's the one you got to get first, and then you can start uh, uh, going down the line and addressing some others. But that that's always been my biggest uh, political issue. Now, Joe Biden literally now speaks out on the Cuomo controversy. Um, Joe says he should resign if allegations are true. All right, so I just kind of wonder then, if allegations are true of A.J. Louderback, that's the sheriff, five-time elected in Texas, current sheriff right now, and if the statements by him are true that there's an illegal communique between Donald and the illegals begging them to come back, uh, and if the governor of Texas, what's his name, Greg, right? Abbott. If Greg Abbott literally... um, you know, is telling the truth. He's saying, hey, Border Patrol agents are telling me uh, that Joe's policies are getting the drug cartels and the sex traffickers rich. So the Border Patrol agents are telling Greg, according to Greg Abbott himself. Okay, if those things are true, ladies and gentlemen, uh, should Joe resign? Yeah, if those allegations are true, should the President of the United States resign? Or should he be impeached? James, what do you say? Uh, sure, sure, uh, sure. Why not? And here's another thing about Biden's state. I actually agree with Biden on that. I mean, if he did it, you know, fine. But I, I am so skeptical of this uh, increased me tooism. Maybe Cuomo did. Uh, you know, it, it, he's obviously a sleazeball. I, I would certainly believe it more out of a guy like him than a lot of the people they try to attribute this stuff to. But it's it's a classic thing, though. If that had been attributed to, well, of course, it was attributed to Trump time and time again. Uh, always, it was just, uh, you know off with his head type of a response from the Democrats and, and Biden. But when it's one of their own, you know, they'll uh, they'll they'll t- tout a different message. And again, it just all comes down to politics, not what is universally right or wrong um, uh, about due process and letting the accused have his day and, and all of this. Basically, if you if it's a guy you like, you'll you'll say, yes, let's let the justice. Uh, let's go through the process. If it's somebody you don't like, it's. Yeah, he should resign immediately just because of the allegation. And that is, of course, what Me Tooism is all about. Uh, it, no matter how flimsy the charge and no matter how uh, discredited the, uh, the, 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 the woman may be that is bringing the charge, uh, the allegation now is enough. Uh, to and, and it's the same way with allegations of racism. Anything you don't like, you just say they're a racist and they get shut down or or at least they're cast out of polite society. Uh, and so you have this now with just allegations being enough to derail careers. Now, obviously, Cuomo, uh, you know, I wouldn't uh, lose any sleep if, uh, uh, if, if, if he were uh, forced out. But at the same time, I do try to uh, maintain some sense of uh, principle and some sense of consistency. And, and, of course, that puts me in, in, in a minority in media. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm writing this headline right now, and let me be the first to call for, Donald, or for uh, Joe Biden to be impeached and or to resign. All right? Joe should resign if allegations leveled by Texas Governor Greg Abbott and, AJ, and Sheriff A.J. Louder the five-term sheriff, 
of Jackson County, Texas, are true. Okay, well, here, let here's, me be here's the first you, to say that's what needs to happen. No Republican talks about it. I bring it up to guest after guest, and they're just like, mm, whatever. But you know what, ladies and gentlemen, we have the biggest, in my opinion, national security crisis we have ever had right now. You've got a guy in the White House that can't really even think. Okay, he can't put together two sentences. He's confused where he is. Okay, and then on top of that, he's ordering the border to leak like a sieve. Letting anybody in from around the world and begging them to come back when the Border Patrol turns them away based on the rule of law. And everybody's like, mm, whatever, Sam. <laughs> Are you guys off your rocker crazy? <laughs> it's certainly a much more impeachable offense than anything they went uh, with Trump on. And not only is there a, a lot, uh, is, it, is it more credited with regards to uh, being an, an impeachable offense, if it's good for the goose, uh, let it be good for the gander as well. So, uh, you know, the Republicans, listen, they tied Trump up his entire administration with one fake news outrage after another, including two impeachments, two impeachments in four years. And, of course, he beat them both, and rightly so. But, uh, yeah, you know, if the Republicans were as committed to their base, they should – Listen, there's more smoke here than anything they ever went after Trump. Jam up Joe. I mean, it's hard to jam him up because, unfortunately, uh, Father Time has has done that quite well. I mean, I do think it's to the point now. I'd be surprised if he can dress himself. He certainly can't think for himself. Uh, and, of course, most presidents are just puppets and figureheads anyway for the, for the real uh, power brokers in Washington. But uh, in any event, jam him up. Jam up the Democratic uh, legislative agenda for four years uh, like they did with Trump. I mean, and, and certainly there, you, you have more calls in this case than they ever did with Trump. And uh, you saw the Democrats. I mean, this has been in the news, Sam, just this week. Uh, they're going back after. I don't really think they'll be successful. But, of course, God only knows, trying to take out the filibuster so they can ramrod through all of this heinous uh, agenda of theirs. We'll see how that goes, but uh, the Republicans have never had much of a backbone in standing in the uh, path of so-called progress. We'll see. I mean, <laughs> the hour is late, gentlemen. The hour is late. It's, uh, it's time, wouldn't you say? Hang tight, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live with James Edwards. Thepoliticalcesspool.org. Riding shotgun on your radio. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way. But actually, gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into Mommy and Daddy's bank account, because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. 
That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. James Edwards, let me tell you why we need to go so bold against the president. Let me let me just tell you, we need to go hard in the paint, buddy. And let me tell you why. They're literally <laughs> calling you and I criminals. And they're literally ready to not only take us off the radio, okay? But they're literally ready to arrest you and I for being terrorists. They're literally ready to say you, James Edwards, are a white supremacist domestic threat. The Supreme Court has already agreed mm-hmm. that you're a leader of the KKK. I know you're not, and they know you're not, and factually you're not, but fundamentally you are. And therefore, sir, you need to go to prison. And if Joe has his way, that's exactly what he'll get done. Now, it's not even Joe. He doesn't even have a mind to get this done. But those around him, Kamala, communist Harris, I can think she's a communist if I want to. That's my opinion to which I'm entitled, ladies and gentlemen. But all I'm telling you is these people have it in for you. This is no joke anymore. They're shutting down our money. They're shutting down our access to get the word out because they know. They play we're small, but they know we're big. And they know they cannot shut us down while we have a voice. So what they got to do is chop off your voice, chop off your money, wait a little while, and then take you down because, hey, who's going to know then? All right? This is what's happening. The Proud Boys are promoted. The illegals on the border are promoted. And anybody who believes in liberty, in God, family, and country is being shut down in every way at an alarming rate. And, folks, we better stand up and speak up now. And you've literally got Joe who can't even think for himself and those around him have got to be committing treason to allow this guy to sit there and whoever's really calling the shots, whoever's pulling the puppet strings, I don't know. But I'm telling you right now, this is serious business folks. It's high stakes. That's for sure. And we've been, look, I don't like to play the victim card. I'm proud of who I am. I stand up uh, with my head high and my shoulders squared and I face each day as it comes and I'm never going to retreat. I'm not going to surrender. I'm not going to apologize. But I think when you uh, have been uh, the recipient of such injustices as we have been throughout the press, throughout the courts even, and, and, and just so many other examples over the course of our careers as for for my part, as far as I'm concerned, truth tellers in radio, uh, you you get accustomed to it to, to some extent, and you certainly uh, it you know what do you do with regards to uh, to to going after and launching a counteroffensive in the court of public opinion to where hey maybe maybe it's not you that's going to be deplatformed or 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 lose your position maybe it's going to actually be the bad guys and that's the the thing uh, that we we haven't quite figured out yet how to. Uh, actually take power away from those who are wielding it in, in a very unholy and, and, and unrighteous way. Um, 
you know, if if our people could get together, if there was true leadership, and we thought that Trump might be a true leader for the dispossessed majority, maybe, maybe we need to go uh, to the uh, to Mar-a-Lago and see if Donald will have a meeting with us, James. Well, you know, listen. I mean, not to. Hey, uh, he certainly gave us press credentials, did he not? Yeah, I mean, we certainly are, got press credentials. People are afraid of bold initiatives, but I'm not, ladies and gentlemen. So maybe we can get a hold of Donald Trump Jr. Let me give you a headline from Donald Jr. and what he's saying <laughs> right now, ladies and gentlemen. Donald Trump Jr. criticizing CBS for pulling live episodes of the talk following Sharon Osbourne's apology for defending Piers Morgan. Number one, Sharon was an idiot to apologize, first of all. All right, let's be clear. Okay, she has every right to her opinion, and this is the problem with the apologies that everybody's uh, catering to. Okay, I don't believe in the cancel culture, and I don't believe in apologizing for an opinion. You have the right to think and believe what you want to, okay? But here's what happened. Piers Morgan basically said, hey, you know what? I don't believe a word of Meghan Markle's interview with Oprah. I don't believe a word of it. So they jettisoned Piers. Then Sharon defended Piers and said, hey, Piers has the right to his opinion. Not that I agree with his opinion. But I agree that he has the right to an opinion and to voice it. Well, now they slaughtered her, and now she's apologizing. So then Donald Trump Jr. decides to get into the fray, and he says this. This is getting insane, Trump Jr. wrote. Now other shows are being pulled off the air because someone who actually knows someone else doesn't believe they're racist Simply because someone else accused them of racism with no basis. <laughs> Simply because he didn't believe someone else. Now, I know that sounds confusing. Let me try to put that in English now because Donald needs a little bit of help, you know, with this. But so what you've got is you've got guilt by association. Got it. This is getting insane, says Donald Jr. Now, other shows are being pulled off the air. Because someone who actually knows someone else, ladies and gentlemen, doesn't believe they're racist simply because somebody else alleges it or says so or whatever else. And so Osborne apologized for her defense of Morgan. That's a shame. I'm going to defend Piers Morgan right now. Now, by the way, I think Piers Morgan's an idiot. I don't like him. I don't agree with him politically. I kind of agree with Alex Jones. Send that Jolly Roger back. Okay. But Alex Jones goes too far in his abuse of Piers Morgan. Um, but Larry, um, Larry Pratt of Gun Owners America literally had an interview with Piers Morgan and ate him alive. And at the end, Piers Morgan kind of threw his sucker in the dirt and he goes, we're not friends anymore at the end of the interview. So, you know, that's how you do it. You do it politely, directly, boldly, but keep your cool. Don't go off the rails and drool at the mouth like Alex Jones did. Nevertheless, all I'm telling you is that you're really telling me that Donald Trump is going to say this is insane. The guilt by association scenario. Really? Okay, and here's my response to Donald Trump Jr. My friend, you literally came on my radio show. And you literally attacked James Edwards knowing nothing about him. And you literally attacked me, guilt by association, that somehow Sam knew James. Somehow James is a bad guy because, well, he's not a leader of the KKK, even though the press said that. That was a lie. That isn't true. The court codified that's not true. But the court said based on Aesop's fables, based on the company you keep, you're guilty. And so Donald ran from that as fast as he could, like a little pansy. Okay? And now we're talking about defending Piers Morgan and everybody's apologizing. And, and Donald Trump Jr. is going to call a halt to the con game and get to the truth on this thing? 
well, Donald Trump Jr., why don't you come on my program and stand up like a man and say Sam's not guilty of anything and neither is James. The courts were wrong. My father said we're going to open up the libel laws and therefore I'm going to help Sam and James. I invite you to do that, Donald Trump Jr., because that's the honest, the only honest road to take, sir. And to suggest that you didn't know that Sam and James would be on the radio show together, your team is the one that reached out to James. Let me say it again. Your team is the one that reached out to James in the first place. Now, you can say you were ignorant of it, but you can't say we're lying when we say you reached out for the interview. Okay, maybe your your front organization, you're so insulated from the people, maybe your front organization did it and you didn't know. I don't know. But I'm telling you, the evidence is clear. And the mainstream press had a heyday with it until I proved the evidence, and then they shut up in a hurry. Why is that? Anyway, to make a long story short, how dare you, Junior? How dare you call that hypocrisy and say this is getting insane when you've done to us the very thing being done to them? Hello, operator. James, your response. Yeah, this was, I, I found that extremely rich coming from Don Jr. With regards to Piers Morgan, for the reasons you stated, uh, with regards to Piers Morgan very quickly, obviously he's just another liberal twit, but he is right about this. I, I also don't agree at all and don't believe Meghan Markle. Uh, I don't believe it. But if, if we're wrong, so what? We're wrong. That's an opinion we have to cancel not only Piers. And by the way, that, that the, the ratings of that show have just plummeted since he's been gone, which, you know, good for the, good for that show. Uh, but to cancel somebody else for in a roundabout way, trying to very uh, meekly defend him, cancel them too. This is, this is where we're at. So Don Jr. is right about that. But then again, as you mentioned, Sam, he did the exact same thing. And just to give you a very quick timeline with about a minute or two remaining, we had applied for press credentials to a Donald Trump, uh, Donald Trump rally in 2016. We were approved. I was credentialed media in the Trump press pen. They even gave me permission to broadcast the political cesspool live from the press pen while Donald Trump was speaking. I was about 10 feet away from then-candidate Trump. Uh, and you say, well, anybody who could have anybody could have applied for those press credentials and got them. No, no, that's not true. In fact, there was a lot of articles about that. We got press credentials while other media was uh, denied access. Okay, so we got those. And we were cleared by Secret Service, I might add. Secret Service did a background check. We had to check in with Secret Service. Uh, they knew who we were. And they knew who we were at the Republican National Convention when we went through the same process. Well, a day after we received those press credentials, uh, the Trump campaign emails me and asks if we will interview Donald Trump Jr., and he came on on Super Tuesday, and it was a magnificent show. Uh, but then the media comes on with their and, lives. And by the way, hold on. At the what? end of the show, Donald was happy and said he'd come back. Oh, well, he agreed with everything we said, and he doubled down on everything we said. He even stayed longer than he was scheduled to stay for because he enjoyed the interview so much. And again, this was on Super Tuesday, which was to that uh, at that point in, in the Trump campaign, the most important day uh, to date. And uh, it was a great interview, uh, very cordial, very agreeable. Well, then the media comes out with all of the lies about who and what we are, and Donald Trump Jr. runs like a scalded dog, and he does the guilt by association thing, and he starts throwing people under the bus and, and running from it when it was, in fact, his own team that reached out to solicit the interview. So, yes, he's right about this, but, you know, it'd be nice if we could have people who would be right about things and then actually uh, practice it in but their own an lives. Idea. And, of course, my... I got an olive branch, James. Sorry to interrupt, but I want to get this in before the end of the hour. Donald Jr., we understand. It happens to everybody. It's hard to be in the media, and you get absolutely slaughtered by these people, and you run for cover before you know what you're really doing. We forgive you, my friend. 
And why don't you invite us to Mar-a-Lago and we can sit down for dinner and we can talk about how we can take on the press like never before, my friend. You and I and James and others could quadruple down, use a little bit of funding, and I'm telling you right now, we could eat them alive. Uh, do you want to do it, Donald, or y'all talk? I'm going to ask well, Donald you're Sr. Right about- and Donald Jr. that same question. Are you serious? And if you are, call me, baby. Well, you're right about that, Sam. Again, at the end of the day, you have to put the cause, the cause that we fight for above personal and petty differences. And certainly, you know, hey, listen, it was a bad, uh, uh, a bad, um, uh, a bad way for him to respond. But, you know, hey, let's get on with it and let's do the work. But at the same time, you know, I don't know too much about this guy's character. He cheats on his wife. He he runs. He leaves his wife and children to be with this uh uh, tart from Fox News, this uh, Kimberly Guilfoyle, and you know, so I don't, I don't know too much about the character here. We need people of of, of good moral character too, and I'm not sure if that's being on being put on display. But uh, you know, listen, hey, if he comes to his senses and he wants to fund the new media, taking center stage and taking on the mainstream press and the takedown operation, Mockingbird once and for all. You know what? We'll partner with people like that to get it done. Let's see if he's got the mojo. That's right. No, you're right. I mean, listen, I mean, not everybody in history has been, a, you know, a moral exemplar where you have to work with people who can get the job done for a common good. So we'll see. We'll see. But uh, listen, practice what you preach, folks. That's the uh, that's the that's the message. here. Yeah, the Grammys full of porn literally had um, lowest ratings ever. Did you see that? Uh, that is following up on. Um, the Golden Globes, which I think did the same thing just a couple of weeks ago. This is award season, after all. They have all these award shows uh, going up, uh, climaxing with the Oscars. And yes, the Golden Globes had dropped uh, from eighteen million to six million. And, and you find it's good out, to see. You find out that the swamp and Holly warped is uh, preaching to themselves nowadays, and nobody cares as they tune same into as the media as they tune into Liberty Roundtable Live. How's that, James? <laughs> That's the way we, we, we're right. Uh, we, you're, you don't uh, catch the flag unless you're over the target. So we're right where we want to be. tuning in to thepoliticalcesspool.org. And if you're not, tell your friends and do so soon. It's free. It's live. It's on demand. It's hard hitting. And it's honest. How do you like that? All right. For Sam and James, thanks for being alongside for the ride. When you donate, be liberal. It's the only time we accept liberalism. This is the Widow's <laughs> Might Radio Network. Start with a, a number that's above zero, and then add zeros in your donation, would you please? LibertyRoundTable.com, LovingLiberty.net, ThePoliticalCesspool.org. For Sam and James, we declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Thanks, James. Thanks, James.